Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 22 of the Hoosier Picks podcast. A uh, little special edition uh, on the road. The whole pod is down here in Bloomington. Uh, we are headed over to the IU-Minnesota game here in just a little over an hour. So, should be a fun one. I'm joined with Reagan and Tommy. Fellas, how's it going? Boop, boop, boop. Excited to be here, excited to be on the pod, excited to be in Bloomington. Uh, let's go. So we um, we only have just a short amount of time to record. Um, everybody's got kind of a tight schedule, um, and we want to be over there for the pregame festivities. Uh, definitely check out some of our social media. We'll try to post some stuff, um, but reception in there is bad. But nonetheless, we are going to the game, um, and we wanted to talk a little bit of IU basketball. Um, just now getting in here and catching up with you guys, um, what was it that you were looking to talk about? Um, so the big thing, the big topic of discussion right now is, is making the NCAA tournament. IU's gone three years in a row without it, which is obviously completely unacceptable, and anything other than NCAA tournament this year is unacceptable. I don't, I don't care if it's Archie's, you know, second year or whatever, third year or whatever. Um, so here's what got to, they got to do. They got to win two more. So by the time this pod's released, we'll know if they've won one of the two. Which um, will be their 19th win. Correct. They got to get to 20. Yeah. Well, um, but it's also the season total for 18 and a half. Oh, yeah. We, no, I, you got 18 and a half? Yeah. I had 17 and a half. Oh. That well, means it went up. So it, that'd be a good one for well, you tonight. It's a good sign if it went up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they got to win tonight, um, and then they got to they got to win against Wisconsin, which is going to be a huge game because that potentially Wisconsin, as bad as they are, could be playing for a share of the Big Ten championship. I don't know how, but that's possible. And then you're going to throw into things is there's a really good chance IU gets the 11 seed in the Big Ten tournament, and they have to play on Wednesday of the tournament for the first time ever which that in itself is embarrassing. And they could still potentially make the tournament by being an 11 seed in the Big Ten. Um, but they have to win that game. If they lose to Northwestern or Nebraska in the first round of the, the tournament, then... It's kind of... It's it's, oh. it's it's shaping up to kind of like last year. Last year, remember, how many games they lose in a row? 11? It was like 11 to 12 or 12 to 13 or and something. It, it still came down to the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Had we beaten Ohio State, maybe we would have gotten it, in. It was a winner get in. So similar situation to uh, last year, um, shaping up to be like yeah. this year. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, last year, I mean, a lot of similarity winding down. Yes. Last yes. year, it's like they had more amazing wins but more bad losses. And that was something I've been meaning to bring up when we talk about IU is, is kind of the way that the season is ending – and how much kind of still better it's been than compared to last year. For sure. You know, with that huge losing streak. So, you know. Yeah. And, you know, while you're talking about it, there's maybe like four humans out there that are listening that are Purdue fans. Um, to kind of give them a little hope, Purdue's actually got a shot. Purdue needs two more wins. I think they host Rutgers uh, this weekend. They got to win that, and they have to win one in the tourney. Did I see somebody in our group text message say that IU has better quality wins than Purdue, or just or who, um, who has no? The, I said I who, think I said uh, Purdue has probably more quality wins. IU has more total wins. Okay. Um, and, and so the, my fear as an IU fan is that they're they're going to end up to the 
selection committee, they're going to be very similar teams as far as what their resumes are going to show. But Purdue has two head-to-head wins against IU. And, I mean, it's going to be very difficult if their, re- if, if their resumes are so similar to, you know, put IU in and leave Purdue out. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to get both in or both out, you know. That's a possibility, but I, I think I think both get in. I'm optimistic. I'll uh, I'll throw my two cents in. Well, first I want to start off with you were talking about Wisconsin, and well, Wisconsin gets to play a lot of games at at Wisconsin, which impossible uh, to win. Yeah, I think there's, I think sucks. there's something going on there. I'll leave that up to you to decide what it is, <laughs> but I have my opinions. Um, but I think I mean I, I'm I'm on with you. I think I use got to get two more wins. Now, I think one more win in the season and one win in the tournament, in the conference tournament, I'm optimistic that we get in. My only concern with that is there, if their one win in the conference is in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, that that doesn't even, like, help you at all because right. they're a so thir- bad. A Thursday win is much more value than Absolutely. a Wednesday win. Um, so, basically what I'm saying is it's either – you know, hopefully they win the next two season games, and I feel comfortable. Um, if not, I think it takes a Thursday win to get in, whether that's, you know, we win two, win Wednesday and Thursday, or we make our first games on Thursday and we win. It's, that's, that's what it's going to take if we don't win the last two. It's going to take a Thursday win uh, for us to get in. I'm optimistic. Um not going to get my hopes up too high, but I think I think we can do it. What I, was your quote from a couple pods ago? Uh, like, oh, low, high. What was it? Something low about expectations, me. high hopes, or high something. High hopes, low expectations. Yep, high hopes, low expectations. So, kind of, kind of, we probably could call that the theme of the year. Um, really, if you if you look at, it's a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster ride, um, and let's hope let's hope that roller coaster ride ends on an upward tra- trajectory it's been more of your traditional roller coaster up more down. ups and downs last year it was like a chug 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 and sh- yeah. yeah so i gotta bring it up you know what i miss the tom crean roller coaster <laughs> you're going down hills you're doing loops like crazy you're going that you don't think you're ever going to get over but my goodness it's a fun ride well and the thing with like tom crean is like he could be having a terrible season and like a good win he like Acts like they won the national championship. <laughs> like it's just Archie's just kind of the same. He kisses the sun on the mouth, and that that becomes easy, a story. Easy. Don't judge coronavirus. Speaking of coronavirus, <laughs> do we want to talk about it? I, yeah. I seriously have some things to talk about. Okay. Um, because and this I'm, is I'm so interested because well, every time I sneeze, you tell me I have the coronavirus. <laughs> so I want to know what your real opinions on this are. I, I don't have any real opinion, but I will say that it is starting to make its way into protocol and procedure in the mainstay in a lot of sporting events. The Olympics have been given – apparently there was a there was a dispute or that it was reported that there was a three-month window that the – so the Olympic Committee, um, this it got made real famous or went viral because that guy Dick Pound came out and said he's, he's some senior official – on the Olympic Committee, Dick Pound. Wait, 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 wait. There's a guy named Dick Pound. You, this is the only reason I Thanks, know... Thanks, Mom and Dad. There's a, this is the only reason I know about this is because of the guy's name was trending on Twitter. 
Dick Pound is a senior member <laughs> on the Olympic Committee, and he said, hey, Tokyo, you guys have three months to show us that you guys have coronavirus under control. In addition, the NBA has sent out uh, letters to their players telling them to fist bump fans. The NHL and the NCAA are all taking precautions. So um, it was 12 people have died in Japan. So that's why it's a really big it's a really big factor right now. I want to make this point. America, you're better than this. I read an article that said 38%, which I know, you know, 58% of statistics yep, are made. Yep, I know what but 38% of Americans will not drink Corona because of the coronavirus. Those are the same people that think brown milk comes from brown cows. It doesn't. <laughs> That's why I'm not drinking Corona tonight, I guess. Um, the Olympic- I heard if you put a lime in, though, that it takes away the effects of the... Um, I mentioned the Olympics um, and Dick Pound. You guys remember who Dick Pound is? Yeah. Can't forget that. Senior advisor on the Olympic Committee. Um, they were talking about the... Did you say Dick Pound? Dick Pound. His 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 uh, name is two units of measurement. Is it... Er, <laughs> I can't... I can't... I can't take that joke. I think that was PFT. And he said his, his nickname was... Or his name literally translated to unit, unit. Um, but the big unit, the, uh, the Olympics, there've been three times that the Olympics have been canceled. Um, do you guys know what they were for and when? One was when the terrorist attack was. Uh, Reagan? I don't know. Was the Atlanta bombing one? No. Um, it was 1916, World War One, and then, um, 1940, World War Two. So... It's only been canceled three times. And you just mentioned two. When's the, the third? The terrorist. It, it, well, it, I'm sorry. It was 1940, the 1940 Summer and Winter Winter Olympics, and then it was the 1944 Summer and Winter Olympics. So that was the two. World side War note. II took out two Olympics. Complete side note, completely off topic, but what's your guys' favorite thing to watch in the Olympics? What? Summer? Or what? Summer Olympics. Summer like Olympics. Like the big ones. Like, I'm going to say swimming. I... Like, it, I've it, been to swim it, meets, yeah. and it's un- unbearably boring. But for the Olympics, yeah. when Michael Phelps won back in, like, 08, I'm pretty sure there was, like, 10 guys in our basement when we were in high school just, well, like, inching up closer and closer to the TV, screaming at a, at we're a not, TV. We're not going to mention the 08 Olympics and not talk about Pat Calhoun. Who? That's so dirty. Pat Calhoun, one of the greatest athletes ever to come through Seymour. What I think of, because I do enjoy swimming so much, I think it's some of those track um, track events, whether it's you know a discus hurling, something like that. Because those are the old school games, um, you know, where they were throwing javelins and throwing rocks and see how far or how strong they were. Um, but I'm do you, so. Do you prefer the Summer Olympics over the Winter Olympics? By a lot, yeah. I- I also want to throw there. I'm a big fan of the hundred meter dash. Yeah, because yes, because you're seeing the fastest person in the world. Yeah, um, that's always been something I'd make sure I see it every time. But I am summer over winter. I almost qualified for the hundred meter dash once. They told me I wasn't allowed to ride a bike though. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of. Um, Dad jokes. Is Trevor Bauer a dad? Has to be. I think he is. 
nobody has that much confidence without being a dad. So did you guys see what he was doing this week in the spring training? Uh, tipping his pitches? Tipping his pitches or bashing Menfred for being an idiot? Um, I was specifically going to talk about tipping his pitches, which in and of itself I think is bashing Manfred. <laughs> but um, I, I love it, and especially because he's a Reds player. You know, this is a guy – I'm a huge uh, uh, player person. I really like the, um, the, the dugout kind of a guy like uh, Johnny Gomes. I think Trevor Bauer is really bringing something to the table where he might be able to kind of propel. Have you seen some of the Reds offseason moves that we'll they've done? Yeah. Well, I want to that's I want to talk about it right now. Okay, get to it. Yeah. So, the Reds over under right now is it like 80, 82 and a half maybe? I know we're we're going to talk about some futures um, for the MLB. Are you talking World Series? Are you going to be wanting So, um I do not have a World Series bet. Okay. Um, I can give you like a long, like long shot bet. But are these like team total wins? Are these pennants? Um, so I've got uh, two to make the playoffs. Okay. Because there's bets on DraftKings for a team to make the playoffs or not. Okay. Um, which would include just making it into the wild card game. Yeah. I've got one to win their division, and then I've got a, cu- a couple individual props um, for. Player for a player. Okay. All right, and we're back. We just got interrupted because we actually just uh, got back from the IU game. Good big Hoosiers win. Yeah. Good halftime. Much needed. Good halftime to the show, really. I mean, the slam dunk competition. Is that what you're talking about? The halftime show. I'm just talking about our going to the IU game was a good halftime show. Oh, yeah. Show. It, the solid intermission. Yeah. Um, quick thoughts right after the game. What would you think? Great second half. Trace played it great. Trace played a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's point out the one thing that's clear. The ball's got to go through Trace. Oh, or inside. I mean, if Brunk's going to be yeah. as consistent as he was tonight, right. which is that not was, been the case lately. That was the best Brunk we've seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and that was huge. That was like Joey Brunk get, beginning of the year. Yeah. Right, right. Demanding and commanding what, what the ball. We thought and this we was against get. the second-best post player. In the, he, they were, he was going up against the second-best post player in the Big Ten. Yeah, which he and, played. And these. actually almost outplayed him. I mean, if he, I If Oturo say. didn't get so many second-chance points, yeah. he just – that was the thing. He played good defense, but we just gave him, like, sometimes three chances to finish. Is IU win? They, they need one in? more. One they got to get one more win. Okay. I, yeah, I, as, as is, there's a chance. There's a chance. But one more is – One more is a guarantee, guarantee. no doubt. Okay. Um, before we left, left for the game, um, we were talking – or we were touching on just a little bit about the Trevor Bauer tipping his pitches – and I just wanted to get your your guys's thoughts on that. If if you guys saw it, Trevor Bowers, um, you know, down there, they're in Arizona, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know where the Red Spring training is. I think they're in the uh, the Cactus League. But Trevor Bowers out there throwing an inning, and uh, I think he only did it to one batter. But he, he I think he he threw him a couple fastballs. But he's tipping the pitches. Um, I love it. I I love the fact. I think we were talking about clubhouse guys before um, we cut it off right there. But did you see it? Yeah. I think it's hilarious because 
it's almost like Trevor Bauer is looking at Manfred and being like, you suck, you don't know how to run a league, and I'm going to tip pitches because I, first of all, I'm a really good pitcher, and second of all, I really don't care, so I'm just going to do what I want yeah. this preseason, and you suck, you don't punish anybody anyways. I mean, the Astros can cheat and well, get away I with it. I think it's a shot at the, is it, I think he's literally taking a shot at the Astros. Part, part <laughs> that's actually a great point. No, I, you know, he, he's been vocal about it. I think he's literally, that's his way of saying, like, well, if they're going to steal my pitches, here, just, you can yeah. have them. I'm, now I'm really going to prove that I'm better than you because right. you know and right. I know. Right. Well, what was the one one year? Was it in the playoffs or it might have been during the season? But he had like an he like injured his finger from like the drone the drone blade. Yeah. It was. Um, that so was the World Series run. So he has like a professional drone that's like a it goes like a million miles an hour, million. and there there was like a short. Quick. That's got to break the sound barrier. It's pretty quick. But that's how he cut his finger because there was like a short in the wire and he thought this particular propeller was not going to move. Well, it did. And that's what sliced his finger up. Um, but he also is the same guy that um, got taken out of the game last year. His final his final game, his final ball that he ever threw um, for the Indians was the one that he tossed yeah, over center field. field. Yeah. yeah, so I love Bauer. I, I love that he's vocal. That's, that's what I'm saying when – before we got going, like he is a guy that can invigorate a locker room. Um, and Reagan, to get into what you want to talk about, um, I think with the moves that the Reds have made, they are well beyond their 81 and a half win total. Um, but let's get into some of the stuff that you were talking about. So that's a great segue because um, I, I don't have any like win total overs, but I have to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and honest truth, we did not discuss this at all before, mm-hmm. but one of my uh, preseason bets that I have actually already made is the Reds to make the playoffs. The Reds are plus, it's either plus 175 or plus 180 to make the playoffs. That includes a play-in game. If you think about the NL Central, it's very competitive, but there is not a clear-cut favorite. <clears throat> so it is very possible for the Reds, I mean... Even I, if they finish I, second in the division, they're going to make the wild card. I almost want to like wait on that, let them like suck right off the bat, let that odds those odds increase because I feel what like if plus, they start off hot. But I mean, like Take, plus one seventy five seems pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. mean that 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 makes me seem like the Reds are going to be yeah a squad I mean, the Reds this year. Had a really bad record last year, and this is very difficult to say because I am a Cubs fan. Um, I, I don't like what the Cubs did in the offseason because they didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like what the Reds did. They, they're having money issues because they're gonna they're trying to trade Chris Bryant. They can't... That's not necessarily money issues. That's the fact that he's way overrated and he's going to want way more money than he's worth. It, I know that that's not going to pan out for like another year or so. so. Well, I'd be I'd be perfectly okay if we <laughs> traded Chris Bryant. But that's not the point. The yeah, point is our exactly. Yeah. I, like, I like the Reds to make the playoffs... And if you like to do the over/under for the season wins, I would take their over. Um, I would not bet this because I will. I refuse to root against the Cubs, but I think the Cubs win total is probably high. I, um, I will not bet that though. I I'm have, logging in too. I have uh, my. So I mean, just following along the same lines, I have in here basically. I think the Reds will win the division or get the wild card, or get a wild card spot. 
I have, you know, obviously Trevor Bowers, the big... Folks, boys, when did we just become a Reds podcast? <laughs> we did not discuss got, any of this before no, either. No, we got, we really we're all did. on the same page, We got though. Castellanos, we got Moustakis. <laughs> we, de- we definitely know what we have in our backyard. And we think we got an 82-83 win team that's making the playoffs. Dude, you know what's exciting? It's, it's exciting to be excited about the Reds. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, good for you guys. Anyways. What else you got? Um... So, because I'm, I'm, I've got basically four bets that are all plus money, um, and if two of them win, you know, you come out ahead. I also like the White Sox to make the playoffs. Again, they're plus 180 or 175. I forget which was which with them and the Reds, which is hard for me to say because being a Cubs fan, but White Sox had a really good end of their year last year. They're young. They're talented. I think they're going to be fun to watch. So, White Sox... And then uh, another team that's kind of sneaky and under the radar is the Padres to make the playoffs. Um, that's probably the one I, I feel the worst about of the three. But there's they've got some pieces. They're young. Um, one of their feeder teams is the Fort Wayne 10 Caps, so that's got to count for something, right? Indiana team. So I like all three of those to, to make the playoffs. And my fourth team bet is the Braves to win their division. Uh, they are plus 190 to win their division, which I think is incredibly good odds. I think last year they were worse than that. I got them at like plus 165 or something. You remember coming home, we were little, turned on TV, and the Braves were always on? I was kind of like that with the Cubs, but yeah, the Braves on TBS. Well, the the yeah. Cubs or the Braves were always on TV. I mean, if, if you were obviously a Cubs fan, I could see why you're watching that. But I just remember the days of the Braves being good, and it's um, – who was uh, Chipper Jones? Chipper and Andrew. I did like that. Braves had some fun teams. Yeah. John Rocker. Fred McGriff. Remember the Crime Dog. Well, uh, I, that I'll, I'll let's put a carrot in that and or table that as that baseball discussion. We'll um, you got you got a couple more. I got a couple more individuals, and these are. I, I, all I was gonna say is let's get through these, but. A more in-depth baseball discussion may be coming yeah. in like a later episode. Maybe after March. Yeah, let's get through or basketball. at least the first weekend of March Madness. Go ahead. Um, so two kind of, I would say somewhat long shots, but um, the odds are really good for, for what you're dealing with. Um, Acuna Jr. for the Braves to win MVP is plus 1,000. Um, you know, the AL MVP race is obviously, you know, Trout's going to be a big-time favorite. But in the NL, um, he's got a shot. Um, Yelich? I mean, it, I'm not going to say it's a lock. He's not the highest Yel- Yelich one, was the front-runner until he got hurt last year. So, yeah. And also, Acuna, to uh, win the home run race, is plus 2,300. I mean, if you got a free bet sitting around somewhere or, you know, whatever, something worth thinking about because – He's gonna play a lot of games. He swings really hard. He's got the you know the new age. You got to get elevation in your swing. And I mean, he's. I mean, Acuna. Yeah, Matata. Exactly. Like, where's the shirt that says Acuna Matata? Uh, there's one out there's there. There's gotta be one out means there. Means no worries. So uh, there, yeah. So there's uh, Any four time, team bets and a couple it, individual. What else you got? Any more baseball? Nope. That's all I got. Although uh, I, I will got. say I'm dreading it because I have Cubs. I got a uh, one more. I think I'm kind of heavy on the Yankees this year. I think 
over 100 wins for sure. Uh, um, I like him. I actually think I ha I took a, a bet. It was like right when Garrett Cole, they got Garrett Cole. It was like to win the World Series. It was an odds boost. I don't know if you can still get it. Um, but I think I think the World Series comes down with the Yankees and the Dodgers. So, you know, I'll probably ride that and probably put some bets on the Yankees, some futures on the Yankees, and maybe the Dodgers as well. So The Yankees are back to their old ways of buying championships. They're still going to get somebody at the deadline. Yeah, but they built they built a solid young foundation too, kind of. Did Stanton? Uh, they but, didn't. But that's not. I don't think that's the heart of their team. Garrett Cole. I don't. I don't. I, I'm just saying. I think, I think the Yankees. I like the Aaron Judge, uh, the catcher. What's the catcher? It's like Gary Sanchez. Passat, Gary but. Sanchez. I mean, he's a he's a good four hitter. Didn't run hard. Didi. I like Didi. I'm a big DD fan. Um, they just there. What was there was one other young guy they had this year that had an amazing season. Might have been a rookie. The shortstop? You said? Oh no, you said DD. No, this was a young younger guy. Um, real, what was his name? It was like a doubles machine. He can edit this out. Garrett Cole special. Um, Minus 139 player to receive 15 or more strikeouts in 2020, plus 2,500 if he strikes out 20 or more, and then if he throws a no-hitter, um, plus 2,000. So, yeah, you can still get that on DraftKings. Um, but like I said, we'll, we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive into baseball, maybe bring some actual, maybe a guest on or something who can kind of refute why the Reds may or may not you know, be a playoff team and everything that we all said. Next topic, uh, Tony Romo getting $18 million to call NFL games. Incredible. I don't know what Tony Romo made in his career, but it's got to be up there with – this contract has got to be up there with it, right? Yeah. He, there's no way he made $180 million Playing football? No. Well, yeah, because he retired before quarterbacks started getting stupid money. Well, I think it's just... I mean, I'm looking we, it up. We have a generation, I think, right now of guys that realize they have a career. They can end their professional career early and, and still have a good living without getting the crap beat out of them, yeah. basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got you got all kinds of do it, guys doing it now. The research is out there about concussions. You know, they, they know what's coming. Um, and, you know, we got Andrew Luck. We got Luke Keekley that just did it. Uh, Pat McAfee. I mean, Pat McAfee's a great, great one to compare to because, I mean, who saw that coming? And now he's probably. Well, and Pat's, was, it in. Pat's wasn't even his head, Pat's was his leg. Yeah. You know, he just wanted to be able to walk, let alone, you know, think. But, and, and he, I mean, he, he knew before he retired he was a set thing and, like, the media world because he had just made that a part of his like brand mm -hmm. well and he's also talked about it often about the um when he got arrested for jumping in the canal like yeah. that's when his social media and all that really went off um <clears throat> name that i've been seeing on the radar and this is pretty obvious because he's i think he got brought up last year when roma was talked about but peyton manning um supposedly is, is in talks with the espn to do uh, monday night 
looking around, I think it was like 10 to 12 million per year is what they said Peyton would bring in that first year. So, I mean, Peyton's a I would love Peyton's that. a businessman. I would if, lo- love to see that. It's incredible how much money is it, the NFL has right now because I mean, they're working out deals with um, television television stations who are working out deals with these guys. I mean, and it's if you can pay who a guy it? that has been doing broadcasting for 3 years, you know, just redeeming tens of millions of dollars. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, it's you think you're paying the guys that are calling the game that you got to figure what the players are going to be. I just looked up Tony Romo, 14 years in the NFL. You guys want to take a guess at how much money he made in 14 years? 14 years. Yep. I'm going to say 100 mil. 14 years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 120 million. 127. So, like we, like I said a little bit ago, it's this contract just out. Played his entire NFL career, on average. Yeah, yeah. Or just and and in total, one twenty four to one compared to one eighty because it's a ten year deal for eighteen million a year, so it's one eighty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I but it's ten years, jeez. Yeah, they they locked him up. Okay, uh, so we're gonna do. We actually got six guys: Tommy and Skyler. Dubs is actually gonna join us, and Noah. I'll believe it when I see it. That's a good point. We're having a live draft, so if Dub shows up, it'll be a miracle. And then uh, another another buddy from up north is going to join us. But we got six of us, and we're doing a fantasy basketball March Madness challenge with each other. So it works just like your your typical you know fantasy football league or whatever for points, assists, and rebounds. But you have to be wise with who you. Select because if a team gets out of the tournament early, you're screwed. So you're trying to kind of balance people that get you a bunch of points with people that will, will make a little run in the tournament. So we're going to do, uh, do a friendly wager um, where the winner will take like 70% of the pot and um, we'll have a winner for whoever has the player with the most points in the game, whoever has the most the player with the most overall points um, and then maybe give second place their money back. But uh, it could get a little competitive, a little, a little feisty. Dubs has been talking a lot of smack for someone that we haven't seen in a while. Don't we also have to keep track of our own stats? No, I got a spreadsheet and anybody okay. can fill in anybody's. All right. Everybody has access to Don't the worry. Sheet. I've done it before. You'll be keeping track of your own stats because <laughs> you'll want to know immediately. <laughs> yeah. As the game's as soon as the game's over, you're like 25. Think about when seven. you place a prop bet or something, how you're watching it. You do that with every player. Yeah, that Butler IU money line one hasn't come in yet. So, touche. Um, that's going to be fun. What would we say? 50 bucks? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think I want to talk about it much because I don't want my strategy revealed. Well, strategy can't be revealed until after the draft because um, the one in 1,000 chance that Dubs actually listens to the podcast that he used to be a part of, um, he would take our advice and steal it. And that's the last thing we yeah. want because typically this is a situation where um, Dubs' money is just thrown into the pot and it's an easy winner. Like you can just count Dubs out now. Dubs, so. you can't box us out here, buddy. Are we allowing <laughs> him to buy back in? <laughs> there's, I don't think there's a way to buy back in, but he can, we could he, find a way. We'll let him do two entries. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two teams. Combine them. Still probably. You could pick a team for your kid. 
So the the draft, we're actually going to be doing that somehow incorporated with the podcast. Maybe it'll be like we start recording after the draft. Reveal our team. The yeah. night of March Madness. Yeah, that that so that whole episode might just be us talking about our teams. Some probably some guys that none of us have ever heard that we're going to be drafting, but that's well, kind of the fun do, of it. You got to do your research. What? Well, you got to find out. Oh, side note, fun fact: we do. We're doing um, eight rounds, so each. So there'll be 48 players taken. Round nine will be you have to choose someone who was in a play-in game. Either someone on a 16 seed or someone on an 11 seed. And you have to choose them. And, and we'll draw out of a hat for a, a random order for that last round. So it's kind of fair game to everyone. But that way on Tuesday and Wednesday night in the play-in games, you got people you can root for or root against. Which could be IU. Well, the, right now I'm looking and it says Lenardi's got him as a last four in. So, and Purdue's number five out. But what does he know? What does he know about <laughs> bracketology? Yeah, seriously, he hadn't been doing this since, like, November. I think he actually created it. Like, just in general, bracketology. Um, so that is just some stuff to come. We alluded a little bit of MLB baseball and this fantasy um, fantasy draft. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on our social medias, uh, both at um, on Twitter and Instagram at Hoosier Picks. Uh, we just got back from the game with our buddy Chris. Yeah, congrats to Chris. Yep, Chris was actually the winner of our Fan of the Month. the The drawing and the decision making on that it varies month to month, but Chris was lucky enough and uh, was kind enough to join us. We had a great time with him, so thanks for coming All the way out, from Chris. Ohio. Drove all the way from Columbus, Ohio to go to this game with us. We, we couldn't believe it either. So definitely um, give him a shout out. We, we just posted the picture on our social media, at Hoosier Picks um, on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you guys are giving us a, a like, a follow, a share, a comment. Fellas, any more signing off? We What did we decide a little bit ago? Because we have, you guys are going to Vegas. Yeah. We got we got to figure this out because the people are going to want to know when our episode's coming. You guys are going to Vegas. We have to do this draft, but it's also probably going to be sandwiched in between another episode of the pod. I think we might do one more, and then we'll kind of do our March uh, Madness March Madness draft recap. Well, well actually, me and Reagan yeah. were talking about it, and we just kind of decided, you know, since we'll be in Vegas, it probably just makes sense for you to get a flight, and then we could record out there. Because we'll already both be there, so I mean... It, Maybe we could get a sponsor to, to fly me out there. South Point Casino. Yeah. So... Uh, Dude, that's, we're actually on opposite sides of the strip. So I will tell you, um, if we if we have any sponsors out there, what, who, who have we talked to? We got Craig and Linda at Carpet Gallery. They're Big fans. Like, they're, no, they're like an honorary sponsor. They're always going to get a free plug. Um, oh, they deserve it after with, all the games. Hotel Tango. Big Red, uh, the PBR. These are all just companies that I followed because we've talked about them. Yeah, but I mean, shout us out! Come on, we need we need you. We need your backing. So give us um, give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Um, we're gonna sign off here and eat some Mother Bear's pizza. There's another plug. Fly me out to Vegas.